Hey, my name is Jason. I'm the producer of Relationship Radio. I wanted to let you know that we have a brand new website solely dedicated to working on your pies. Introducing itstartswithattraction.com. You can listen to every episode, learn about the pies, and sign up for our weekly newsletter. Go to itstartswithattraction.com. It starts with attraction, one word. It starts with attraction.com to get signed up today. We at MH International do everything we can to help people save their marriages. It's always their choice, not ours, but we fight hard alongside people to help them save marriages. And yet one of the questions we get, which we think is extremely valid, is there a time to give up? Is there a time to say, that's it, I am wasting my time. Maybe even bad things are going to come if I continue this, and maybe it's time just to end the marriage. Well, believe it or not, even those of us who fight hard for marriages believe there can be a time when it needs to end. When will that be? We'll talk about that in this program. Now, stay with us for the entire program, because at the end, we're going to offer you a free resource that we believe can help you in your relationship. So stay with us all the way to the end when Kimberly will tell you about what we're happy to give you. This is Relationship Radio, an extension of Marriage Helper International, hosted by renowned marriage and relationship expert, Dr. Joe Beam, and CEO of Marriage Helper, Kimberly Beam Holmes. We answer your questions directly with research-based principles that you can implement immediately. Regardless of the situation, what we teach will not only make your relationships better, but will also help you to become the best version of yourself along the way. Turn up the volume and prepare to take notes as we begin this week's episode of Relationship Radio. So Kimberly, it's a fact of life that not every marriage is going to make it. We wish they would because we are very pro-marriage, but we understand that sometimes that's just not going to happen. Mm -hmm. So let's give a couple of pointers here. If you're thinking about, well, maybe it's time to end this, maybe it's time to divorce or at least to legally separate, what kind of things do we recommend that people really consider before we do that? Now, realize we can't do it in great detail in this 30-minute section, but let's give them some points that really matter and that can really make a difference. Mm. The first thing that I am avid that people know and understand when this is when they are thinking about this decision, because it is a heavy decision, it's a big decision. It is a life altering decision. You're talking about ending a marriage is to make sure that you are the only one that makes that decision, that you are not being overly persuaded or, or coerced by family, friends, by counselors, maybe even people you go to church with who are saying things to you like, you'd be better off alone. Why don't you just go on and divorce? Or it sounds like this can't ever work. I think you just need to go ahead and file the papers. Those are people who are probably very well-meaning, but should not and do not get to make that decision for you. It is your life. It is your decision. And you should be the one who makes it because you are the one who has to deal with the outcome either way of what happens with it. So everything we say, even remember, it is your decision. We hope to give you really great insight, get you to think about some things before making a decision too rashly that you may end up regretting later. No matter how much you love them, no matter how much they love you, no one has the right to make that kind of major life decision for you. No one. And often it's because of the fact that they do love you so much that they're giving you bad advice. 
Not because they're bad people, but because they don't want to see you hurt anymore or they're angry at the person that they feel is hurting you. And so their advice will be, you need to leave. And then sometimes some people think they know a whole lot more about life than they do based on their own bad experiences. Maybe they went through a divorce and now somehow it helps them justify theirs. If you go ahead and divorce as well. And so they'll try to talk you into it. Or, or sometimes they think they know something because they saw it on television or read a book somewhere and they think they know all about life and they probably still mean well, but the advice they give is just sometimes terrible. And sometimes you'll say, well, wait a minute, a professional told me to do that. When my wife, Alice, and I first got back together, we've been divorced three years. We remarried each other. We were having some problems when we first remarried. We had to work through some issues. Alice went to see a marriage counselor who had never met me at this point. As a matter of fact, he never did. He never met me. And in the first session with Alice, tried to convince her she had made a mistake by remarrying me and that she should divorce me immediately because I was going to cause her all kind of damage. He'd never met me. He didn't know me. I've tried to go see him and, and he wouldn't come out of his office to talk to me for some reason. Kimberly, isn't that amazing? Now we've been married 34 years since then. 34. And we're very happy in our marriage. Oh, it's not perfect. Nobody has a perfect marriage. But if she had listened to that counselor, that therapist, and here's what I say, nobody. I don't care who he or she is, has the right to tell you what to do with your life. You must make that decision for you. So, Kimberly, I'm just as adamant about it as you are. Make it your decision. Okay, Kimberly. So when they're trying to make their decision, what next? What do they consider? What do they look at? All right, Joe. So we both agree these that everyone should make this decision of what's best for them. But what are some guide points that we can give people? How do we encourage people to think about this so that they can make the best decision for themselves and their family going forward? Good. And I'm, I'm glad you referred to guide points or guidelines because you see, there's no hard and fast thing here. Mm-hmm. In the social sciences, which is what we do, there are many things are more of an art than a science. Like people want to go like, when this happens, this happens, this happens, then I should do that. It's not quite that clear cut. You've got to think it through with your mind and your heart at the same time. We talk about a lot that people don't leave what they have unless they believe what they're going to is better. Now, what they're going to may not be better, but people don't leave what they have unless they believe what they're going to is better. And so if you're contemplating ending this marriage, like I want out, I think I'm going to leave. You need to ask yourself the question, is what I'm going to really better? Because think 10, 10, 10. How am I going to feel about this in 10 days? How am I going to feel about this in 10 months? How am I going to feel about this in 10 years? And so as you do that, examine, well, I think I'll have some peace of mind. Well, in 10 days, that can be better. In 10 months, that might be better. But as you go down the road into your future thinking, wait a minute, you know, the person I was married to was doing something that was really aggravating or doing something that was just really wrong. But at heart, he or she was really a good person. And and now I begin to see that they've overcome or gotten past that crappy way they were living and those stupid things they were doing. And down the road, you might be looking at them saying, wait a minute, I would have been much better off to stay with you. Rather than having that as something you think about down the road and you regret, we say as best you can think about it now. Is it really better? Well, if he's coming home drunk every Friday night and beating you, which we'll talk about on the next point, then when you think that 10, 10, 10, you might think, well, okay, where I would be would be better. Here's a couple of things that you might think would be better that I'm going to guarantee you will not be better in nearly every case. Well, this other person cares about me more. I think I'll divorce my spouse right now and be with my lover and we'll be happy forever. I know that's how it looks now, 
But boy, if we had time to explain that to you with the thousands upon thousands upon thousands of couples that we work with, we can help you understand that probably if you have somebody like that in your life, you're doing what's known as a halo effect. You're anticipating positive things when positive things aren't going to occur in the long run. So ask yourself, what do I gain? What's it going to be like? Is what I'm going to better than what I have? If being alone and watching the spouse fall completely apart, is that really better? Or being here trying to help him or her get past that. So not just for you, but for your spouse, for your children, try to ask yourself the long-term question. What is the best thing to do here? Now, even then, understand that if you stay, you could still at some point down the line say, well, I finally decided it's better to leave. It's not saying I'm going to make that commitment for every day the rest of my life because this is pretty miserable right now. But at least for the time being, what is the best for you, for your children, thinking long term, just not about what's happening today? One of the things that makes this point so difficult is that our emotions and our thoughts are our worst enemies. Yeah. And so people can easily justify the short-term feelings and extrapolate them into long-term when it may not be exactly like that. So the example that you gave of, of, you know, wanting to leave to go be with an affair partner, well, it doesn't have to be that. It could be, I would, I feel like I would be happier on my own and long-term I wouldn't have to deal with the fights anymore. I wouldn't have to deal with our, our personalities that don't mesh. I would just be so much happier long-term and you can think that, but you're really thinking about the current, about your current emotions. So what I encourage people, and I know you would as well, Joe, is we have amazing coaches at Marriage Helper who are marriage focused. They are pro marriage. Now they are not going to say you have to stay married no matter what, but they are the kinds of people because they're coaches. They're great sounding boards to ask questions of you, to get you to think about these long-term consequences to short-term decisions and really walk through that with you. Another great thing about our coaches is many of them, if not all of them, have lived something like this themselves. Yes. So they understand how you're feeling or maybe even how your spouse is feeling and can really help navigate that. I think a lot of people in the in America at least or you know in the western world they they see all the happiness on social media or at church or baseball games of these other couples and they think no one else has problems because no one talks about it so then when they you start experiencing problems in your own marriage you think well this isn't how it's supposed to be if everyone would just share a little bit more about the reality of how difficult marriage is, yeah. then we could probably all help each other get through this a bit more. But that's why we exist at Marriage Helper. Our team, we are committed to walking through this hard time with you, realizing marriage is hard, but wanting to help you see the benefit or consequences to your long-term decisions. And really... Do your best to think long-term. What's best yeah. for everybody involved, even including your spouse, if you can be that gracious to think that way. But Kimberly, there's another thing sometimes we, we put in right here to make sure people understand. And that's make sure that nobody is being damaged in this relationship, because if they are, you're going to have to change the relationship. Not just pain. We we deal with people in pain every day and, and our heart breaks for the pain that people have. Well, this hurts. 
We understand. Well, maybe I should end it because it hurts. Well, it's your choice if you wish to do so. But maybe you should wait. And if it just hurts, hurt can be healed. And and relationships that have gone very sour can be made wonderful again, wonderful and beautiful and fulfilling. All those things can definitely happen. As a matter of fact, there's a known thing in the marriage industry that when a couple gets past a major crisis, the marriage is almost always better than it was before the crisis occurred. But if somebody's being damaged, then you have to think about at least separation, maybe legal separation, if not divorce. Kimberly, can you explain what we mean by that? So we look at that a couple of different ways. Physically harmed, pretty clear cut. You're being abused in some way. Physically, you do not feel safe. Maybe you haven't been abused yet, but you you are scared for your physical safety or for your children's. And in that case, you need to get safe Mm -hmm. mentally and emotionally. If your spouse is saying things to you that are, are causing you to feel like you have absolutely no worth, if they, and this isn't just having a fight and yelling at you, although that could be part of it, but this is really where there's emotional damage occurring because of the things being said or because of how controlled you are. If you feel like you can't make any decision, have access to any finances, do anything on your own, and if you do something that your spouse doesn't approve of, that you are going to some way be punished for it, that is abuse as well. And so in all those cases, we recommend contacting the National Domestic Abuse Hotline, finding people who can help you get to safety because you need to get to safety first. Again, That doesn't necessarily mean long-term that it's divorce. It may mean that, but for now, you can't do anything when you're unsafe. You have to go get to safety. And so if damage is being done, consider parting ways. Now, understand that we're people who do not recommend separation on most cases. As a matter of fact, you can go to our YouTube channel and you go to uh, youtube.com slash marriage helper, all one long word. And and there is a video on YouTube that I've done about, well, should we consider separation? And I go into about 10 minutes there of helping you think about a lot of different things before you separate. And we typically are the people who would recommend separation is probably going to work against you in the long run. As a matter of fact, it's going to create a great likelihood that you're going to divorce. But if you're not safe, then you're going to have to consider that. Or if you have children in the home that are not safe, even if your spouse is not safe, then you will have to think, well, maybe separation has to occur here because safety is number one, physical, intellectual, emotional, spiritual. Now, Kimberly, you mentioned our coaches. Our coaches are not counselors or therapists. They won't do that. That's not what they're trained to do. But they are great sounding boards, and they can ask some really good questions to help you think things through. Because if you're saying, well, how do I think through 10, 10, 10? Having somebody ask you the right questions can be good, really good there. How how can I tell thinking that long term, whether it might be best to do this or the other? Well, nobody can tell you that, but people can help you think that through. And is it really just that I'm in some pain right now, which unfortunately is part of the process, or it's damage really occurring? And those are things that you can get by talking to one of our coaches. And so we recommend that. And Kimberly, how would they find out about our coaching? Yes, you can go to our website, marriagehelper.com. There's a tab right at the top about coaching where you can find out 
about our coaching, their schedules, all of our coaches. You can see their bios and choose from there and get set up with one of our coaches. Well, Kimberly, we've used a lot of our time already, but we have a couple of questions. And, and let's give some answers to these questions before we run out of time. Hey, everyone. My name is Rusty, and I work on the coaching team here at Marriage Helper. I work with couples and individuals each day, uh, working with them in everywhere from crisis uh, in their in their relationship all the way up to enrichment and, and just helping them to make it better. Dr. Beam and Kimberly uh, had some questions for our program today that they asked me to read from our listeners. So the first one uh, from Janetta, her husband recently had an affair and she says, we now live apart from one another. He says he loves me and we even talk daily to one another. Not only that, but we are still intimate with one another. However, he says that he doesn't want to be accountable to anyone ever again. I don't know what to do. Should I stop standing for my marriage? And if so, when? As we've already said, it's up to you as to when you quit standing. But it's kind of interesting here. I'm looking at this question. I have it written in front of me. We live apart. He says he loves me. We talk daily and we're still intimate, meaning that if I'm understanding correctly, that means he makes a booty call, if you'll let me use that language, because of the fact that he's not committing to you. He wants, doesn't want to be accountable to you, but he's getting something from you, some sexual right. fulfillment and probably some emotional fulfillment. Now, you might look at that and say that hurts. And I would agree that would be painful. Nobody wants to be used. But if you go back to the criteria we used already, thinking long term, the fact that he doesn't want to be accountable, but he still wants to have a relationship with you. We tend to recommend as long as a person's making progress toward you, it's probably not time to pull the plug unless, of mm -hmm. course, some damage starts being done in some fashion that we've already discussed in great detail. And so when I look at this again, we always say it's your decision, but it sounds as if it's not time to stop standing for this marriage, because at least you still have a relationship here. And if you do the right things you can very potentially develop this relationship back to what it needs to be. Now, unfortunately, we don't have time right now to tell you those right things, but that's why you go to our website, marriagehelper.com, other things, and even the free resource we'll give you at the end of this program. So Kimberly, that's a fast answer to that. Can we go ahead and go to the next question then? Yes. Hi guys, my name is Amanda. I'm an admin for the Facebook groups for Marriage Helper and Dr. Beam and Kimberly have asked me to read a question that was submitted by one of our listeners for today's episode. The following question was submitted by Karen. My husband had a nine to 10 month emotional affair that has turned physical. Some days he wants to save our marriage and other days he wants to divorce. I'm confused and tired of this emotional roller coaster. Why does my husband vacillate between wanting to save our marriage and wanting to divorce after his infidelity? In, in light of the topic that we're talking about for this show, this is a common question that we get. Our, our coaches hear it, our client representatives hear it. People basically saying, should I divorce because my husband had this affair, he's come back, but he's still vacillating. Gender doesn't matter. It could be the opposite way. The short answer to that is if this is the situation where they're going back and forth, my encouragement would be don't give up now. This is hopeful. This is very, this is good. It's an, it is an emotional roller coaster that there's all this back and forth, but there is the fourth 
as well as the back. There is the pull as well as, as well as the going away. And so this is the time for you to press in even more, work on becoming the most attractive that you can be, work on becoming that better. Like Joe said at the beginning of the episode, people typically don't leave the situation they're in unless what they would believe what they're going to is better. It's the same for your spouse. Your spouse will come back to the marriage when they believe that is better than the current situation that they have found themselves in. And when when affairs end, it's typically emotional turmoil for the spouse who's been in it. Being the better is the best thing to do. The resource that we have that we want to give to all of our listeners is perfect for this exact situation. And in it, we teach you the things that you can begin working on now to help attract your spouse back to you and do the best things that you can try to do to save your marriage before completely giving up. We call it the How to Get Your Spouse Back free mini course. You can find that by clicking the link below in the show notes. It's completely free, three videos. You will definitely want to listen to every single one of them because they are chock full of great things that you can begin doing now to start seeing change in yourself and ultimately long-term in your relationship as well. Well, Kimberly, we're running out of time. So can you give us the key takeaways from this program? Yes. First of all, when you are trying to decide whether or not to end your marriage, realize it is your decision, no one else's. So find people who are going to support you, not what they want you to do, but support you in what you choose to do. The second thing is to really consider the long-term results. Don't just focus on your short-term emotions that you feel right now, but the impact and effect of those decisions that you could make now on your family, on yourself, on so many things in your future. And having a coach help walk you through that and be a sounding board for you is incredibly helpful. And then the third point is if you are in danger of any kind, physically, emotionally, mentally, then get safe. We recommend the National Domestic Violence Institute. You can find the link to their information in our show notes. They have chat support. You can contact them anonymously. So please get safe before doing anything else. Very good. Well, we're coming to the end of this relationship radio program. But you know, some people we work with are people who are already trying to put the marriage back together. So here's a question for you. If you've been through some kind of problem and you're beginning to reconcile, beginning to put the marriage back together, do you really want the same marriage that you had before? However good or however bad, do you really want that same marriage? Or would you like to make it different in some very, very good ways? Well, we assume that you would enjoy making it different in these very, very good ways. And what are those ways? Well, in our next episode of Relationship Radio, we'll do our best to help you understand what that is. Kimberly, any last words you'd like to say? My encouragement to our listeners is to make sure that you have really done all you can to try and save the marriage before giving up. So please take hold of the resources and the things that we do at Marriage Helper. We would love to help you save your marriage ultimately. But even if your marriage doesn't get saved, we would love to see you come out of this stronger and better than you were before. That's right. Thank you for being with us. Thank you, Kimberly. And we will see you on our next episode of Relationship Radio. When I found out about the affair, it was the biggest shock uh, I could have ever heard. Just never saw anything coming. I just remember feeling in, in those first days like, what has been real? We ended up 
divorcing. I still remained in that relationship. Everything really did die for me. All hope, uh, any kind of reconciliation, like to, to my mind, at that point, it, it was over. Marriage Helper was that, that last chance. When reality started coming back, I started realizing Jordan wasn't really the bad guy that I thought he was. When I finally was able, like I was bold enough to say, no more relationship, five days later, I found out that I was pregnant. I just felt like that destroyed any hope um, that I had of reconciling. I actually called him just to tell him, hey, um, just out of respect, I don't want you to hear it from anyone else, but I'm pregnant. To my mind, it's like, okay, like, is that a good thing? Like, were you guys trying? Like, like I, it was cut off from me. And I said, well, do you want to hear my heart or do you just want to leave it at that? So I had no expectation that he would accept me back, but it was when he said, yeah, sure, I'll, I'll hear your heart, that we were able to talk. And that night, like we talked for three hours on the phone. It was so miraculous. Um, he was the absolute safest place that I could have gone to, to share this news. And he just, he really did listen to my heart. And um, he, he was able to, to say what he thought and felt, and I was able to listen to his heart. And so it was just um, a beautiful conversation. That was the beginning of reconciliation. Eight months later, my name was going on the birth certificate. The rest is history. Marriage is marriage. It, we, we continue to, to work through things as a married couple, but there's so much more freedom today, so much more hope and faith in our marriage today. It's, it's just, it's remarkable. Yeah. The respect and the love that we feel as we're working through those challenges this time, as much as we would not want to go through what we went through again, we wouldn't go back. We would not go back to our first marriage. Fear um, and, and doubt and suspicion has a way in crisis of just totally clouding and, and, and keeping us from seeing what's on the other side. Look at what Marriage Helper does. There is hope. There is hope for you. I know you might feel like all hope is gone, but there is always hope. Thank you for joining us for this week's episode of Relationship Radio. Please refer to the notes in the description to learn more about any resources mentioned in this episode. Please visit our website at marriagehelper.com for more information about our online courses, marriage workshops, and coaching. We exist to help save marriages and strengthen families. We look forward to interacting with you on the next episode of Relationship Radio.